I started my own business since the age of 16. I sent a lot of proposals supporting my sales figure and yeah. I got the exclusive distribution within three months. I'm Michelle Hahn and you're watching the Chill Mom Boss. And today I have Cindy Lee, the founder of the Chill Kitchenette with us. Um, Cindy, why don't you just tell the audience about um, about yourself and about the business? Okay, um, I am Cindy here, the founder of my Chill Kitchenette, mm -hmm. uh, which is the exclusive distributor for Packet in Southeast Asia. Mm -hmm. I'm also a mom of two, mm -hmm. of age 5 and 18 months. Yeah. Mm. And um, Cindy... Um, is also still working, yeah. has a full-time job, has two kids as you as you just heard. And she decided that she um so she came across packet when you were um, breastfeeding your first one, right? Yeah, is second it? one. The second one. Um, During my maternity, I was about to go back to work mm -hmm. and I need I needed a bag, a yeah. cooler bag. Yeah. And for my job I do travel quite a bit and I just hate carrying heavy blocks around. So mm -hmm. that's how I actually go around sourcing for an uh, ideal cooler bag that actually can keep the right temperature for the liquid gold. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I actually bump into the kit. Oh, okay. So, and then she decided that, hey, um, it's not available locally in Singapore. Mm. Um, so you found it online, is it? Yeah. So it was through a colleague recommendation that I got it from Amazon. Uh, and back then, uh, it, it didn't, I didn't manage to ship it in Singapore. Yeah. So it was through a relative and... Um, that's living in USA, yeah. we get it shipped over. Yeah. I got the wrong size. Oh, <laughs> I got so yeah, frustrated. I yeah. emailed to them and say, Hey, I got the wrong size. Can you can you just help me uh, get some get the local distributor to actually help me with it? Yeah. Or anyone in the region. Yeah. So they told me that oh, um, they gave me a contact, so I contact a previous distributor. So mm. she got confused. She thought that I actually wanted to sell the bag. So oh. she said, um, I actually don't want the business anymore. Why oh. not you take over the remaining stuff? Oh. <laughs> so that's how you got it. So oh, okay, it doesn't just end here. It oh, wasn't okay. that smooth sailing actually. Yeah, of course. So Packet rejected the idea. They were like, mm, not so they're not ready yeah. way to transfer the distributorship. Why? Why did the previous distributor want to? Not mm. want to do this anymore. I guess it's the positioning of the bag. So oh. previous distributor they they does it differently. Did they look the distribution point wasn't exactly targeted at the moms and bubs community. Oh. So um where else where I see in the angle of a mm. breastfeeding mom uh, concept. So it was very different from how she marketed the product. I so see. it didn't took off very well for her. Uh. Um for packet itself, they didn't believe um okay, for them in US it's actually more on a lunch bag. Uh. So they have a community in US where in the States where actually they the parents actually pack lunch boxes. Yeah. But it's not so much in Singapore. Yeah. Mm. So it was a total different angle that I brought it in uh, into the culture. Because you use it for um breastfeeding, yeah. so you see it as marketing it to moms who want to breastfeed, but they don't see it that way. They see it as a yes. as a bag for kids to yeah. bring lunch boxes. Correct. School. So when I told Packet that um I wanted to do it in this angle, yeah. and when I sent my proposal through and all they were like um, I don't think you have the right experience. Uh, you don't have distribution kind of um ex prior experience to yeah. it. So they, they only appoint me as a keynote reseller until they find the ideal distributor. 
but that didn't really stop me from going further. Mm-hmm. Or when I wanted to start something, I just want to complete it totally. Mm. So I went all out. I went for baby fairs. I went. Wow, um, you're still a keynote reseller. Yes. What's a keynote reseller? So, what does that mean? So it, it just means that you have certain rights to it's sell not, it. It's not exclusive, right? Right. And uh. You mean that at any one point in time, someone, someone will just else come in and take all right. my efforts away. Yeah. So I ha- I know that because of this, I very short span of time to prove myself. Mm. So I actually went uh, engaging influencer and actually more like mm. educ- educating the product because mm. it's something that's so new to the market. Yeah. People don't know about it. So yeah. I have to go on the education kind of um, foundation mm. first yeah. before I actually go all to, all to the marketing part of it. Right. Yeah, so it didn't really stop just there. Then I sent a lot of proposal supporting my sales figure and yeah. I got the distribution, exclusive distribution within three months. Yay! Well done, you yeah. So there you go, like, if you get rejection mm. the very first time, don't take it as a that's it, you know, that's yeah. the end of the road. Because um, every rejection or every no is just a no for mm. that time being. You can always change that. Okay. Well done, you! So, okay, so to prove that you can, because um, of course, I, like, I think like a lot of people or a lot of like company like Packet who wants to go into a new mm-hmm. market, they always look for uh, experienced distributor or someone right. who's already distributing something. But in a way, Someone who is, uh, or a company that's distributing many products may not put the focus, focus on mm. that on your brand, right? And okay. as for you, and you're like, I only have this one brand, okay. I really want to do it. Yeah. So, so I was like, using this angle to share with them that mm. I only have packet and yeah. I will put all my efforts into packet. Correct. So comparing myself, comparing giving the distribution sheet to someone who already have a lot of brands under yeah. them the focus will not be as much as I I can put in. Yeah. So, um, yeah, with the sales figure, actually it shocked them because Singapore is just so small. Mm. The previous distributor took three years to sell the quantity that I took. In three months. Yes. And they're like, okay, we're giving it to you. So, um, yeah, then further, further down the road, there was this trade war between US and China. Right. And I also took the opportunity to share with them, like, why not? Let me be the pot. Let me be the mm. little person. Mm. I can take the Southeast Asia. Yeah, and because you can speak mm. both English and Chinese if you want to, right? Yeah. Awesome. So, um, so how long have you had the distribution ship for? One year. Oh, one year. Oh, wow. Uh, one year. Yeah, one year, a few months. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah, and you've done the brand really well because um, yeah. we've seen uh, a few launches since then. Correct. From, Bucket, from you. And uh, I recently attended one of your events <laughs> for the Tokidoki. Yeah, that was a co-branding. Mm. So it was a first ever co-branding that Tokidoki do with Packet. Mm. And uh, it was, um, I would say it was also a step forward for me because I was so comfortable with selling Packet as it is. Mm. Packet uh, gave me this product and I just sell it off. Mm. And I was just thinking how I can bring the brand further. Mm. How can I do better in a way... Um, in, for the market in Singapore. Yeah. So, as you know, Singapore mums are actually crazy over Tokidoki. Yes. I, I see it f- um, at the Jujubi Trump show and all. I was telling myself, I think if I were to go into any custom print, and that would be it. Mm. And I was, back then, I was also facing a lot of issues with parallel importers. Mm. So, this is something that Packet couldn't resolve because um, it's, it's just very difficult for them to trace who is the one exactly parallel importing from other countries or uh, how the source actually can, 
yeah. come about because they have so many distributors in other countries. Right. Despite them having um, agreements and saying that you should keep within your territory, yeah. there are still people that cross over. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I was facing a lot of competition, unnecessary competition. Right. That's and not I'm, supposed to sell the product here. Correct. Yes. And um, I asked myself, how can I fight with them? If I go to price war, it will not. It will not work out eventually. Mm. It will just harm both the brand and myself. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing is to differentiate myself. And how different can I be? Mm-hmm. Other than services, how can my product be different from the rest yeah. of the distributor? Yeah. So custom print was in my mind. Mm-hmm. And the MOQ for custom print is so high. I need to have a custom print that definitely sells. Yeah. And that's how this whole, whole brand is. Also, you actually... Um, come up with the co-branding mm. yourself. So it's not Packet who, no. who, who manufactured Correct. It. So I approached Doki Doki. Oh, I get wow. the license. I negotiated. I brought it back to Packet and told them, hey, I want to do this co-branding. Mm. Are you supportive of me? So they say, yeah, yeah but it will not be monetary kind of support. Yeah. So everything, the whole liability of the license will come under me. Mm. Oh wow, and you took it on. Yeah. Yeah. So from the design, mm-hmm. so the characters are all given in individual characters. Yeah. So I piece it all together. Oh. Also not Toki Doki who designed it for you as in like, okay, this is the layout of how I want this. Mm. So oh. they give it by characters. They and then have it's up to you how you like to layer it. Correct. Oh, they wow. do have some certain style guide given. Yeah. But um, then again, I, I challenge myself again. Well, I want to see the same print in other bags or in other products. Oh. I wanted something so unique to myself. And, and that's the reason why I did a custom print. And if I just take a normal style guide, it will just... And, and this print right now is like solely exclusive to you then, right? Yeah, because Packet really can't sure. even sell it to the other Yeah, Packet can't even sell in Packet, uh, in US. Right, mm-hmm. okay. Then you license it back to them. If I they want. <laughs> supposedly, I could have done something, yeah, to sell yeah, it if, back if to they US. have a market, mm. the, the same, if they have the same demand. Actually, they asked a few times, mm. but um, like what I had to share, yeah. the whole point about having this was to As, stop the parallel importers. And that is true, myself. yeah, because if you so let them sell, sell, it could be back. like imported back. And <laughs> yeah, oh wow. Okay, so that is one of the issues someone could... Um, take note of if yeah. they want to go into distributorship. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now that okay, let's rewind back a little bit, right? So after three months, you got the exclusive distributorship um, in um, Southeast Asia. Then what's the next step? So how do you like approach um, retailers or online shops? Mm. Is it to to sell it? So. Yeah, what are the steps that you took? Mm. So for me, I set the positioning right. I wanted to go to the mums and bubs uh, area, mm. so I targeted uh, sending emails to the retailers, mm, like mother care, mother care or works and correct, right? Mother works and all. But then again, I asked myself, um, how many distribution points do I really need, mm. and uh, who are the ones that I need? Because like what. Um, like what I believe in myself previously, I don't need big resellers. I don't need big retailers. I only need the right location mm. and so that people can easily source it. Mm. And um, online is so saving nowadays. Actually, the retail selling point just to make it convenient for people who need it last minute. Yeah. So in order to benefit my resellers, I try to 
um, number, limit the number of oh, resellers that okay. I have, yeah. such that all oh, they have a certain So maybe like one east, one west, yeah. not too many. Not too not many in the same yeah. area, so that each of them have their own pie, their own customer base. Oh, okay, so so you sort of like brought it to them with this that you know you're the only one in this area that's uh-huh. carrying this, and it's also very smart on your part, just so that you don't need to stock it at so many retailers, and you have this like backlog yeah. of you know mm. inventory that's not actually selling and just correct. correct. So I will kind of um, do my gauge. Mm. So those that is not doing so well, mm-hmm. we will cut the story short. Like um, correct. I think it's not the right you area. It's not the right market. So yep. we will. We will have to consolidate such that the number the resellers that is selling right now they're mm. actually doing uh, they have a good high just, yeah yeah and they actually have consistent sales that come mm. back to you and to get more mm. more stocks correct okay. oh wow okay so how did you learn all this like because what's, what's your background you have a full-time job which yeah. is which is retail leasing so it's actually oh. all about shopping and businesses mm. so I see a lot of businesses up in I mean um, they come in Singapore and left Singapore and mm. all. So I kind of know how the shopping trend evolved. Uh, yeah. So you think that's, you know, your, your current job does bring some mm. uh, experience for you to, to mm. launch mm. your Yeah. Well, so I think um, it is also a passion since young. Mm. So when I was a kid, uh, I had this shopping uh, bonding time for my mom. Okay, both of my parents are working parents yeah. and I seldom have time with them. Mm. So the only time I have with my mom is a, a, a monthly event that she set up for me. Mm. Uh, so once monthly during her paycheck day, she will set a budget for me to shop and all. Oh. Then um, I somehow maybe because I was the only child and with all this kind of um, bonding time with my mom, I know that money is hard earned. Yeah. And I when I go shopping with her, I only I only know that I have this amount of money and I want to spend on the latest trend. <laughs> and that's how I believe it shaped me somehow. Like yeah. I keep looking out for the newest trend and the thing that's value for my money. Because mm. I only have this amount of money yeah, spent on my every month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Otherwise then, you need to wait another month. Correct. Correct. <laughs> so yeah. um I started my own business since the age of sixteen. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. That was in poly years when I had the push card. I uh, just rented a push card and then I sell some handmade accessories and all. Oh. And throughout the years as my life got stages moved mm. forward. Yeah. Uh, I had different businesses evolving during the different stage of my life. Ah, yeah. Okay. From um, my kids, uh, when I was pregnant yeah. uh, and when I was struggling with my young elder one yeah. with uh, right brain training because oh. There was so much uh, about right brain training. Yeah. And when I sent her for classes, she couldn't concentrate as much as pos- as I see other kids are doing. Right. So I took it off and do it on my own. Oh, And wow. that's when I see, eh, actually, um, I can help the other fellows' mummies. Mm. So I start providing the materials for them. Oh. Yeah. But of course, everything comes to at the, at the end of it because of time. Mm. I can't manage that right. amount of businesses right. and that's that amount of, of work that I have in my hand. So you've always been very entrepreneurial mm. and see where's the gap and what you need and what other mom, moms could need as well and then so like provide it to them. Mm. And then, yeah, and then just not be afraid to just go for it, right? And yeah. it's not like a lifetime thing. You can do it for a bit and then if you don't like it or it doesn't suit your lifestyle anymore, you can just end it and just 
do the next thing. Yeah. Right. Okay. And what's the plan for uh, the chill kitchenette? So, are you bringing the? Uh, is it currently available in other countries besides Singapore? Mm, okay. For packet, yes, I brought it to Malaysia, and okay. Indonesia, mm-hmm. and uh, I also help with some distribution in the uh, Philippines. Yep. And also Brunei. Oh, yeah. cool. So, any plan to like quit your job to go full time <laughs> yet, or, or Probably, you know? Yeah, I've been thinking about this for a while. Yeah. But, um. At this moment, I think I can still manage my time for okay. both the full-time job and the business. So mm. it will be and kids and two kids. <laughs> yeah, and eighteen months old. So I need to know, like, what's your daily routine like? Okay. Um. Actually, quite boring. Uh, I wake up at six. So send the kids to my to the childcare to my mom, the younger one to my mom. Then head to work nine to five. Mm. Okay. The alternatives. Okay, I try to schedule my time such that. Um, on other days, I visit the my warehouse so mm. I can pick up the goods for orders. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I can't actually accommodate to last minute orders because mm. of my full time job commitment. Or then, yeah, back home pick the kids, then back home again settle them for bed. Then I will have to start my whole packing routine again with US because of the time difference. Right. Yeah. Okay. So what do you mean with US? What do you do? I. Sometimes I would I would just have to email them, um, especially when we're doing a launch or I have a new print. Oh, so you do keep very close. Have to mm. because every uh, okay other than packet, mm. I have toki toki that I have to answer to as yeah. well. So yeah. every approval and all, and they are all based in US. Ah. So it's all time differences. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but also works in your favor because that's really the time you you have, right? Because yeah. even if they want to speak to you, like. <laughs> During daytime, you're like, sorry, I'm at work. Yeah, <laughs> right? Correct. Okay, so what time do you go to bed? One to two. Okay. Yeah, that's not too <laughs> bad, right? Yeah, I was just speaking to um, my assistant earlier that, you know, after all this um, interview that I've done, the similarity is that all mompreneurs are fearless, just go for it, just do it, and then they all have very little sleep. <laughs> Everybody's sacrificing their sleep for this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and... Um, so you're saying like you have a distribution cent- uh, distribution center here, mm-hmm. is it? Did you? Um... It's mainly in Singapore. Uh-huh. So the rest of the country we export. Oh, okay. Then someone from there would be the one mailing it out from wherever it is. Correct. But for Malaysia wise, uh, we are still sending it from Singapore. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And where are most of your sale comes from? Is it online or is it through retailers? Mm, I would say right now is quite balanced. Okay, fifty fifty, mm. and especially when there's a launch, my online uh, will pick up. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. so you kind of have to mm. constantly have a bit of a launch or promotion going. Right? Correct, correct, and it depends on uh, who do I engage in my marketing campaign, mm. or is there any special promotion running through the resellers? So it, it it varies quite uh, throughout the whole the whole uh, distribution channels. Mm-hmm. So I would say it was fifty fifty for both physical and online. Okay, and when you talk about uh, when we're talking about like your marketing campaign and like what sort of campaign do you do? Mm, okay, I have my assistant, so okay. we will always discuss and uh, come up with new promotions idea. Mm. But marketing is just so wide and so broad, mm, so yeah. there's always different and new marketing strategies. So you you so will, will give just everything a try. 
kind of you never try you never know okay so it's also bouncing ideas then mm. sometimes uh, we will just discuss like, oh, this work this doesn't work mm. some some of the promotion we run feel badly that wasn't mm. a single sale yeah. so we will just learn from all this um, yeah yeah and, and just and just grow up then okay then i would have to ask right then what has been working then mm, i would say singaporeans they are very um straightforward people so they will want to say they will want to see straightforward discount Oh, okay. So don't like to beat around the bush okay. and have a lot of complicating mechanics. Uh, yeah. So that's the most straightforward way, okay. but it's not interesting enough. Right. Sometimes you want engagement. Sometimes yeah. you want to have different objectives, not just getting sales. Yeah. You just want words to spread. Mm. So sometimes of the um, IG campaign that I run, um, I ask them to come up with um, packet design. Ah. The first time I run it, I have. Probably only one. Um, it's too complicated, right? Oh, right. Like, so, so their feedback sharing, oh, it's not so easy. We don't mm. know how to draw. Yeah. But it didn't stop me. I ran a second time yeah. uh, campaign uh-huh. with a little bit of um, sweet treat to it, mm. and I received uh, probably about ten contestants. Oh wow! Okay, that's yeah. good. And so for people to actually spend time like draw and everything, that's a huge commitment, right? Correct. And even though it's ten, mm. it's it's a big win. Mm. Yeah, correct. So some ki- sometimes campaign like this, we just have to tweak accordingly. Yeah. So we j- we will just try again and again. So even though that the first round it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Mm. And um, you know, in your just one year, I feel like you've only, <laughs> I feel like you've been in this like for many years because you just a wealth of ex- experience. I feel like you do know a lot of things in in this field already <laughs> exactly. because you keep. You, you must have done a lot in the past one year, right? Mm. And then, um, so what has been like the toughest experience or mistake or whatever it is so far for you? I guess I'm quite lucky. I mm. don't really have a very big uh, <laughs> or mistake. Yeah. I think the, the, the most challenging thing would be the parallel importers mm. that I'm constantly facing even till now. Right. Yeah. It's something that... So there's no point going after them, is it? Like uh, saying... Yeah. You know. Legally, we have letters to them, but there's just no very clear legal way that we can actually deal with them. Oh, so mm. you can't like stop them and, I don't know, mm. confiscate or something. No, nothing. Mm, yeah. Okay. But you just kind of like be aware it's there and yeah. and sometimes just it's better to just focus on how to grow your own business Correct. and to like focus on Correct. the so there's yeah. no point in me um, I, I actually feedback many many times back to packet mm. and I've seen them uh, making effort as well trying mm. to trace but I also know that it's difficult on their part correct Yeah. because so once they sold it it's, it's out of their hand right mm. Mm. and there are a lot of big boys that buy from them and they it, it may just get lost in the way. Yeah. We don't know how to trace it. So I stopped blaming them. Uh, I stopped going to them again and again asking for a solution because I know that they simply can't do anything. So the only way is to, on my part, how how can I make myself different from yeah, this correct. Other than price, what what is the consumer looking after? Correct. Mm. Mm. So um, after this first collaboration with Doki Doki, is there another one coming out? What's the plan for um, the Chill Kitchen app, like packet in Asia? Mm. For my Chill Kitchen app, um, the goal when we first started mm. this is we wanted to have a solution for food on the go. Mm. So things like the pentos, things that is related to kitchenware, and that's the reason why they name Kitchen app. Yeah, correct. So it is Small actually... Kitchen. 
although targeting current current customer base is targeting only mums and pups, but actually we wanted to be more like a household brand and more like a kitchen related product. Okay. Yeah. So the second brand that we'll be bringing in is actually household item, ah. but they are environmental friendly mm-hmm. and of course pretty. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. People like pretty Aesthetic. Yeah. Okay. Pretty so is that um is that sort of like your USP? You know, the chill kitchen items has to be pretty. Uh, I guess that's what I have. <laughs> or I you want. you just like pretty things yourself, yeah. right? Because sometimes like what we want to market is just really what we like ourselves, okay. right? So for me, whenever I prepare food for my kids, mm. I think aesthetic actually uh, plays a part. Sometimes mm. the food may not be that nice, mm. but when I arrange it, she tends to finish it. <laughs> but it's true. That is true. Anything else? So I guess everybody is after look uh, going after things that is pretty mm. in nature. So that's one of the reasons why um, I will spend more effort on displaying my food mm. and getting kitchenware that is actually aesthetic. Okay. Well, one final question, right? I know a lot of people have this. Um, question as well. So to be a distributor for a product, do you need a lot of investment, initial mm. investment? Mm. I guess the investment part of it is not the main, uh, the money part of it is not yeah. the main, it's the time. Okay. Prior to spending the first amount in getting the stocks, yeah. the time and effort to do the, the, the proposal and getting the um, the whole plan, the yeah. whole business right, right, that takes more time and effort than anything mm. else. Mm. Yeah, Money part of it uh, will come later part of the day, mm-hmm. but I guess it's manageable. But you can always start small. Four figure? Five figure? I started small because... Right. So because you can of, start small? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I started taking the remaining stocks from the previous distributor. Ah, yeah. And that's uh, when I see that the product really can sell and mm. it really can move further and yeah. that boosts my confidence. So, of of course, the first few months, all the money I've earned go back to stocks. Yeah. And even till now, I think <laughs> most of my money is in, in the warehouse stacking boxes. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. But we've only been one year in business. So, be aware that, you know, you need to... um have enough cash flow really like don't even think about taking profit first as long as you're not losing money you still have money coming in to to stock your next shipment that's that's good enough already so it's not so much about earning money in the first few years it's really about building your brand and building your business Mm. so it takes time and you can start small you can start growing from small Mm. great and if one more. If there's one question, uh, one advice that you would give, you know, aspiring mompreneurs or mompreneurs um, who are currently in the same position, what what would you share? What would you say to them? Mm, I would say never give up. Mm-hmm. And um, doing business is not is not that difficult. It's really taking the effort and the time spent uh, to learn. To and you can learn anything. Yeah, and keeping an open mind. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, fearless. So even when you, you get rejection, just learn from it. Mm. Yeah. And just keep going for it. Because right. Cindy did get rejected at first and she just keep going. And you say you went to like fairs and you know, trying to get the message yeah. out. Even before, like sometimes it's true, right? Even before, like people want something. Sometimes people thought that, oh, I get the distributorship and then I'll do the things. But not really. In mm. order to prove yourself, to be you concurrent. need to do the work first. Yes, you have to kind of prove yourself. Mm. So even when I get a no, I, I tell myself that 
it can be done. Mm. It, there's a market in Singapore. I just mm. have to let them see it. Yeah. And I have to go ahead without, without with, even without them nodding their head, I have to went further. That's very inspirational. Thank you, Cindy, so much for being with us today. And if you've liked the episode, please share this with your friend. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye.